Ah, all right, let's do it. Making plans with the boys. I'm gonna hit the town. Do you ever wonder what a Gen X thinks? Welcome to the Gen X Talks podcast. Today I'm here with Gen X mom. Say hi. Hello. And I'm also here with Gen X dad. Hey, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) How come he gets that kind of introduction? Because people think he's awesome. Didn't you just... I tricked 303,000 people into thinking that Gen X dad is the funniest, most loving person. They haven't even met me yet. But hold on. Let's, Let's be real. When you heard that echo, did you not picture me... Standing on a mountaintop with a flowing cape and my hands on my no. hips. In your underwear? Well, superhero outfit, not really underwear, but yeah. Oh my gosh, here we go. <laughs> now they're going to be comics books or something. Hey, I just want to go on record that I would wear comic book hero underwear. I would do that. If I got a superpower, I would. You mean underoos? If you, if no, you got. Not underoos. <laughs> Underoos or fun to wear. Only if I got superhero powers, I would wear underwear to bed. That's what he's saying. We used to grow up with underoos. Okay. What superpower would you get? Actually, no. We'll say that in a later podcast. Yeah. That's that's like a whole thing. Okay. Well, since this is our first podcast and now I've joined this little crew right here, why don't we tell our listeners a little bit about us? Okay, well, let's. I'll start, and then we'll go backwards down the list. Okay, go from <laughs> oldest, maturest, and best looking, which is me, and we'll uh, work that's backwards. Me. That's uh, wait, that's me. <laughs> you are not. Old. I'm not the oldest, uh, but I'm better looking. Than okay, you. well, there's no argument there. Um, I'm Gen X dad. Was born December 25th in the year of our Lord 1967, and I am Generation X. Okay, it's my turn. I am Gen X mom, and I was born June 6, 1968, so that wow. makes me a old. Gen X. Whoa. You d- I didn't think you were going to say how old you were. I, what? Well, I didn't think you were. That's okay Well, now people do. have to do the math. Well, yeah. So. I technically didn't say how old I was. <laughs> okay, every Gen Xer knows so millennials will not have a fucking clue, and Gen Z's running for a calculator going, what'd she say? Fifty-three. <laughs> <53. laughs> Hey, hey. Whoa. You what? just eliminated the whole math concept now. They had enough time. If they didn't get it by that point. Jesus. And you know what? Didn't I teach you anything? You never, never, never reveal a woman's age. age. I said no. 35. Women oh. are like the Loch Ness monster. Loch Ness? Ness. There's no T. No, I know there's no T. <laughs> you said it with a T. I did not say it with a T. You said, said Loch Ness. Ness. No, shut your All face. right. Wait. Okay, okay, boys. So boys. who are you? Do you now, see why I'm here? This is why I'm here. <laughs> to negotiate. Okay. Um, Gen Z son, why don't you tell people about you? I think the right word is uh, mediate. But uh, about me, I'm 15 years old. My name is legally Gen Z kid. Yeah, it says First someone is school ID. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was born October 23rd. 2005, just in time to watch the Broncos play. He was born at 1022. On 1023. 1023. You're welcome. Yeah, we got to watch uh, football start at 11 that day, so that was good. Oh, good. Okay, so uh, what's next? Okay, um, let's 
figure out how we even got here. How did we get here? Um, Gen well, Z kid, why don't you do it? Because it's your podcast, your TikTok, TikTok well, your everything. everything. <laughs> well, first, uh, the earth was created. And okay, oh, let's, let's not, not go, go back, back that, that far. far. <laughs> Sorry. Fast forward a little my bit. My bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, it all started with my own TikTok in 2018. That is deleted. Don't try to find it. <laughs> uh, it, it. Some of them were funny. Some of them weren't. But I tried to get TikTok famous in junior high. Like, Is that when TikTok started? About then? Yeah, around 2018 was when yeah. it started the kickoff. And was all your friends doing it? Was that Some of my friends were. A lot of people watched it, but not a lot of people Was made. it popular in junior high? Yeah. Okay. Then... I started making TikToks. That some of them were funny, like I said, some of them weren't. Most I ever got was 2,000 views. I think I got 149 followers. Huh. And I thought, wow, over 100 followers? <laughs> That's awesome. Look at me. <laughs> There's 149 people that like me. So how did you yeah. end up quitting that and trying this? Well, I thought I, thought I had... That's your dog. Yeah, I can see Your that. Dog's in a pissy mood. Go ahead. How'd yeah, you well do? He it? has a black eye. <laughs> so, not for me. Don't think I hit you dogs. Hit your dog. <laughs> You're a dog abuser. <laughs> no, I don't. So I keep getting stri- distracted off topic, and I thought I have a funny dad. There's a lot of Generation X people on TikTok, and they yeah. would love to identify with you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You thought your dad was funny? I am funny. Well, only, he only had like two jokes. I thought two videos. I've got more than two jokes. Done. Two jokes that he says over and, and over. I wouldn't have to over. repeat my jokes if you guys got them. So look, I got like 900 jokes, but I'm stuck on joke three because you guys don't laugh. Okay. You want to know why people don't get fired from the unemployment office? Because they'd still get paid. Get it? Because their boss would still pay them. That is not my joke. I would never well, tell such a stupid I know, stupid I'm joke. saying dad jokes, and then, well, you know. Okay, unem- all right. Unem- okay. Hey, look, I'm look. defending every dad out there when everyone says, oh, that's a dad joke, that's a dad story. Our shit is fucking cool. I don't look, give a shit what you guys look, say. Unemployment right. jokes are overrated. Like, they never work. Okay. Okay, let's go back to how this whole thing got started. Um. So you started bugging your dad. I started bugging him, saying, hey, we need to do a TikTok. He's like, I'm not doing a TikTok. I swear to God, I'm never doing a TikTok my entire life. I'm a Generation X, and I'm not doing a TikTok. Boy, you sound stupid. Why do I sound stupid? I sound so dumb when he imitates me. That's how you sounded. That is not how I sound. Yeah, he was not happy with you bugging him about that. Yeah, so then I came to him with the idea of, what if I sat you down for an interview kind of thing? And I bugged him about that for about four months. And I kind of got where you were going with that, too, Mm -hmm. because you were going to question a typical Gen Xer about stuff and get their opinions, you know. From a Gen X point of view, but man, mm-hmm. the stool thing. Yeah, like sitting me. you down. Yeah, stuff. I didn't like that format at all. It just that that whole idea of sitting under a light on a stool reminded me too much of my youth in an interrogation room. So <laughs> I was gonna pass. Oh, that's for another story, another time. <laughs> so well, it's kind of like a regular conversation. I was okay with that. When you when you kind of spun your format around, I think you really touched on something. I think people like that that fresh raw aspect that you do. And it yeah. was happening. All day long. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Gen X mom was happy with us. <laughs> no. So then the first TikTok blew up, I think. Yeah, it did good. Yeah. In 24 hours, they had 200,000 views. What was the... That was the... You asked me those questions. It was... It was 2 what? plus Common no. Core. Oh, yeah. Well, how do you feel about Common Core math? Millennials. And right. electric cars. And electric cars, yeah. That's well, you touched yeah. on subjects that people have been talking about. So you... 
You got a great Gen X opinion. Yeah, you got Gen X sensitive topics. I was triggered. <laughs> I got to tell you, I ran to my safe space after that. <laughs> I needed a hug. <laughs> What's your safe space? The garage? Yeah, the garage. It's the sacred garage deemed by our TikTok followers. Oh, the yeah. sacred garage. When we I did see. our religion video, they didn't really <laughs> blow up. I think it has yeah, it was 70,000 views. They deemed they it deemed sacred it. ground. Right. Okay, so let's not bore our followers right now. Let's Too head late. into something <laughs> that you know Everyone we can all, all talk about right okay. now. They all left. They <laughs> yeah, bye. See you for later. The, for the three of you that are still listening, we're changing <laughs> topics. So um, for you listeners that are still here, uh, Gen X Dad and I have been uh, introducing Gen Z's son into the 80s movie genre, which has been kind of fun for us being Gen Xers going back in time and, and reliving these movies, which we've seen over and over with all our kids. But now we get to do it one more time. So we've been picking 80s movies to show him and then right. talk about. So, um, And I will tell you, too, that, and I think I speak for you and I both on this, that yeah. growing up watching all these movies that we went to the movies and saw, you know, all the way through the late 70s, all the way through the 80s and early 90s, I didn't realize how special those times and those movies were until I'm looking back on them now. Oh, yeah, exactly. Now it's like, wow, there's really something to share because it's an experience. I had no idea how great you and I had it growing up just outside of yeah, L.A. Just, in just, the just 80s. keep ragging on the times now. You know, back in my day, <laughs> you know, I had a, we went to movie theaters, we bought popcorn for 25 cents. Okay, and, uh, why do I always sound like a grumpy asshole whenever you imitate me? All right, all right. You two stop. <laughs> you guys stop. Okay, let's talk about a very iconic 80s movie. I think this is one of the first ones we showed Gen Z son. What's that? And um, that was The Breakfast Club. Yeah, what's that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> that. Um, we introduced it to him, showed it to him, and my point of view is I think this spans all generations. I mean, we all know somebody that fits one of those categories. Yeah, for so, sure. Jen, um, ex dad, do you want to kind of introduce everybody to this real quick? Well, The Breakfast Club was a movie by John Hughes in the mid 80s, and it was a character study. I personally, I love character studies. I don't Me care. Too. I if like character you, studies. If you don't have a lot of background in special effects, I don't care. I dig character studies where they're where they're real and people they have individual emotions that interact. Breakfast I think people Club. can relate to character studies. I think sure. I think yeah, that's why. some people don't care for them. I'm, you know, it's kind of an odd breed that really says, "Yeah, I want to. I'll go spend money on a character study because it's you have to really want to be there." But with that being said, um, Gen Z kid, so. If you saw, we showed you that, you've seen it. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there is those same characters in your school today? Could you find a jock who acts like them? And could you find yeah. a bad guy? You and definitely could. A, a princess and all that? And no matter what school you'd go to, you could definitely find at least one of every category. Yeah. That's what makes the movie so relatable is the fact that... It's still could, the same. You could put yourself in that same situation. They used such broad, generic recognizable characters yeah that you could and they place were deep wherever. each one of them really they he went deep on them too they had their own backstory they could have had their own movies i think so too yeah but the other thing is the setting i mean well, everybody's got a library everybody's every school been detention yeah yeah i you mean know, they got well you got to think they could have pulled marvel on us they could have put each character their own movie and then they all came together for the breakfast club they yeah that that kind of shit didn't work in the 80s no <laughs> No. So, like I said, everyone's been in the library. Everyone's been in detention, right, Gen X mom? Yep, we've all run the halls of the high, hey, high you, school. You've been in detention? No. 
I've you just never said yes. <laughs> I just looked at you and said, we've all been in detention. You said, yeah, yes. yeah, no, you just agreed. I've never been in detention. Sorry. You've never been in detention? I was a good girl in I've high school. I've known... Wait a second. Okay. <laughs> I've known you since you were five years old. And we went to the same school together. Yes. Through elementary and junior but high. But you weren't there in high school. Some, I was there a little bit in high school. Not enough. At least one day. <laughs> yes, I was... Gen X mom and I have known each other since we were five years old. We went to the same private school together from kindergarten through 12th grade. I got kicked out of this private school on a complete misunderstanding in seventh grade and then again in 11th grade. A complete misunderstanding. You think you should uh, explain how you got misunderstood? Yeah, I want to hear this one too. How are you going to get out of that one? It was, uh, well, first of all, I was tricked by my fellow classmates. So I guess I'm guilty of being naive. I was suckered. So you Um, were guilty by association. So you were guilty because you were stupid. Yeah. I was dumb and I got in trouble. Can you believe that? They kicked me out of school for being dumb. Really? I fell prey. No, 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 please. You fell prey. Wait, wait, I really want to continue on with this because I believe the listeners want to know how you got kicked out of high school. So this all relates to Breakfast Club. All right, I will tell you. Okay, this is. All right, Bender. All right, this will be a Bender story, and and let me finish, and then we'll let the the three people that are listening, our three followers that are listening to the podcast, our we'll jury. let them decide. Yeah, they can be the jury. That's well, right. Well, at least there's three, so you know. It's an odd number. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> We're gonna stack it. Won't it. be a split decision. <laughs> are we gonna stack it? We are gonna unstack it. Okay. <laughs> so uh, in seventh grade, uh, we move from. We've been in the same classrooms all the way through, and of course, you get to seventh grade, and you have now you have seven classes and seven classrooms. One of our classrooms was PE. And Gen X Mom, if you remember where the PE lockers were, it was kind of a separate building. And on one side, it was all one building, but on one side was the boys and on one side was the girls. That is correct. Showers, lockers, offices, the whole thing. You really couldn't mistakenly go in one side. The doors were very far apart. And there was a wall between the and showers. There was a wall. That's right, yes. big wall. So you couldn't go around it or anything. It was very well put together. Well, um, I think, I don't know who did the towels. Who... Who washed and clo- did the towels? I don't think we had them delivered, did we? Wasn't there somebody? I think the teachers did them at the time. Yeah. Well, there was in the, they had big bins, rolling bins, um, bigger than like flats you would even find at Home Depot. These these carts were huge, and they were rolling the hot towels from uh, from the boys' side out the building, out the front door, and around, and they would take it over to the girls' side, open up the girls' door, and hand it to the women. I see where this is going. <laughs> and the girls would take it in. So uh, I didn't want to do this, but the, the guys I was with in the end of seventh grade forced me to hide in the bottom Force. of the bin. Yeah. Forced you. They bullied you into there. I was not a very combative person in seventh grade. I was so, compliant. So if any of the girls that were in that locker room spoke up, you could totally get canceled now. What? Because I see where this is going. Finish okay. your story. So uh, finish it. they put me in there, covered me with towels, Wheeled me outside the boys' area, down around the outside of the building, outside to the front door of the girls' locker room. And they knock on the door. The office girls, the teachers in there, grab it, and they start wheeling you in, and they take you into you know, the girls' locker, and they start handing out towels, at which point I was going to stand up and see 50 or 60 naked junior high and high school girls. Well, wait a second. That's what was going to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, but it didn't. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh. Your brilliant plan yeah. didn't work. Yeah, we'll see how it this ends. It was foolproof, obviously. Obviously, Up until the it point was good. When so I just got to the girl's door. I could tell being in there, okay, I'm rolling out of the boy's office, down the hall and outside. Okay, now I'm at the girl's door. They stop. And right as I was going to go inside, uh-huh. 
the I think he was just the football coach and the PE teacher then. He became higher up, and he was a big, huge black guy who probably weighed 290 pounds, all muscle, and pretty tough guy named Mr. Plaisance. He reached fucking reached inside those <laughs> towels and grabbed me by the back of the neck and yarded me straight up. I mean, held my little scrawny seventh grade ass, <laughs> this little white kid, and he's looking at me. I thought, oh, he's going to fucking kill me. He's, I'm dead. He looked at me and like almost like he was chewing a cigar. He was so mad and just carried me by the neck in the air all the way back to the boy's side. I was trying to you know, plead my case. Hey, I'm misunderstood here. They <laughs> threw me in here and I couldn't get oh, out. Oh yeah, he was forced I into the so thing. Laundry basket. I'd like to hear your whole your whole plan. Like, what was the escape? Like once. Yeah, you once you got in there, let's just say it worked. And, what were you going you to do when you got in there? Okay, have you ever been a seventh grade boy? No. <laughs> there is no plan past. I need to see boobs. <sighs> After that, you have no fucking clue. So you were either going to get caught it. prior to getting in there, yeah. or you were going to get caught when you got into the shower okay, area. I feel like you got I feel like you would have got smacked as soon as you went straight up. Ha, okay. Have either of you considered the fact that maybe when I stood up and all the girls saw me, they would have been so impressed. They would no. have just given me a round of applause no. and escorted me out the back door. No, I just wow. don't see that happening. Wow. Because truthfully, you could have been one of those girls in the shower. We were in seventh grade. Together. I think I would have ran over there and just hit the crap out of you. No, that's not and then you nice. both would have got expelled. Oh no, that's I would not have gotten expelled. No, you yeah, wouldn't. Have. I know, but none of the none of the principals would. Have they all loved me. You. They did love you. I was all. I was I've gotten detention before, but I've never gotten suspended. I was politely asked to leave and not politely. come back. Yeah. Politely asked. Who? Mm-hmm. When? Did, so I know you can politely ask somebody to leave, but I didn't know you could politely ask someone to leave and never come back. No, I got to come back in 11th grade. I don't think he was. I think um, Grandma was brought in. Jen X's Boomer. dad and was brought in. Boomer's mom <laughs> was brought in. And she was the one that was told, you know what? We don't want your Gen X son back. He's not welcome. I don't think he heard that. There was I think she did. Some so. of the things that were said in that meeting were, we've been putting up with your asshole son They're for so eight years now since kindergarten. He's been child. in trouble 53 times. He's been suspended 13 times. He's banged more erasers than any 12 kids combined. He's missed more recesses than lunch. And back in the day... I can vouch for some of those, too. We used to get swats. You used to get a swat in you the ass. You got swatted. I did. Well, a bunch of times. Those were you and just so you know, listeners, the parents signed off on that. Yeah. Which I wish they still did. But okay. That was when you knew you were getting a SWAT. They would tell you you're getting a SWAT the next day. <laughs> so you had to go home at dinner time, watching TV, go to bed, sweating it out. And the next day, you put on four pairs of underwear, a pair of shorts, a <laughs> pair of pants, a long sleeve shirt. You tuck it in as far as you can. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I come to school with a pillow. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is my attire for the day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I was Sorry. I just have a huge that was it. butt. And when it was done, uh, I was asked to leave. So and you did get swatted. Okay, let's get back to Breakfast Club. That's okay. what we were talking about. I'm here. So I want you guys to think about something for a minute. I want you to think of a line, a quote from the movie oh, Breakfast Club. Yeah. yeah, I got one. Okay, okay ready? Yeah, go. go. Chicks, uh, chicks cannot, cannot hold their smoke. smoke. <laughs> that's my line. <laughs> no, that's mine. That's my line. Dibs. Chicks cannot hold their smoke. I said dibs. 
chicks cannot hold their smoke. Hold they, smoke. Okay. <laughs> they can't hold their smoke. smoke. Ah, like father, chicks like son. Don't, chicks don't Here hold we smoke. go. So what? who said that line? What was that, that nerdy uh, kid? What Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, yeah. Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Yes, that's who said it. Is there another quote since you guys both had the same one? Anybody have another one? I want to be an Air Force. (laughs) (laughs) Good old Bender singing. I think every kid went down the hall singing that in high school. I think, what was Emilio Estevez's character, the jock? I don't remember his character's name. He goes, it's not going to be a fight, Bender. It's just going to be two hits. Me hitting you and you hitting the floor. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, so let's lead into another 80s um, movie, movie, serial, series, whatever you want to call it. Um, let's talk about, we've shown Gen Z, uh, son, Back to the Future movies. Yeah. Yeah, we did. That's good series, too. Really good series. Yeah. So, um, Gen Z dad, Gen X dad, what's your favorite Back to the Future movie? Well, like everyone else, without question, it's Back to the Future 1. Wrong. Oh, (laughs) oh, that was Gen Z son. What? Denied. Okay. It's two. It is not two. Two. Two plays on many levels. It does. I'll give you that. Yeah. Time and travel stuff. Here we go. They did it perfectly. They did it great. Nothing like hot tub time machine. This one makes sense. However, you're never going to have the societal no, cultural this, impact as one. The societal cultural impact, you know, of of just anything. Uh, you know, the American Revolution. That was obviously the best thing. I could say random stuff, and I could say it had cultural impact. You know. Yeah, well, did two make had cultural impact? Did two, the movie, second movie, make anybody run out and blo- buy a black Toyota 4Runner? No, it didn't. But one did. You know why? You know how I know? I was there. <laughs> I wasn't there. You were just an itch in your daddy's pants at that point. Don't forget that. That's you. Yeah, I know who it is. Okay, so tell me why you think. Uh, why do I think two's better than one? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Because of the story. And how it like interweaves with all the other ones. It's like a central point in the whole series. If you, you can't have three without two, and one isn't as good a movie without two, then I could say you couldn't have two without one. Oh. Yeah, therefore mine's better. Yeah, but two <laughs> could be on its own. No, it couldn't. Yes, They'd it say, could. "Where'd you get the time machine? What happened? How'd you get to nineteen? You couldn't just start with two. Just and like have how him you just can reappear. Just like in Star Wars, how you really can't start with four or five. And six. Oh, and well, that's can. another that's a podcast. Thing, and you oh, we're can. going. This is but you can just Okay, so you're going to have two start off with Doc Brown standing in the street, and Marty comes running up and goes, I'm here. And he's like, No, I just sent you to the, I sent you back to the future. You did what? The audience would be going, What the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. Then we cut back to three weeks earlier where we no, play the whole no. first you movie. Are so <laughs> you know you how much so money bullshit. we can make with this. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Let's yeah, let all think, come together again. I honestly think. Two is a better movie because the time travel is really cool. How they play with it. Oh my god! It's. Do you know that? Hey, Gen X mom, did you know that Marty died hundreds of times in Gen in um Back to the Future Two? Yeah, I have heard this theory. I have not heard this theory. <sighs> the best way to explain it, real quick, is that, um, like, do you remember when Biff was going through the tunnel and he's going to run Marty down? Yes. And Doc gets on the other side, lowers the flag thing down, and he grabs him. Yeah. Okay. There's no way he could have known how to do that the first time because he was in a tunnel. 
He didn't fly in behind him. He didn't fly down and look and say, oh, he's coming out. I'll hover right here. He showed up at the right time mm-hmm. because Marty died. Right. And he saw it. He went back in time and did it again. Back in time, did it again until he got that flag just another, right. Oh. Another thing is that they turned around in the tunnel, too. Yeah, that's right. How did he know they turned around? He wouldn't have known he turned around. How would the, how would they spun around and went the other way? How would Doc ah. have known that? And that's, it's not just that one. There's probably four of those where you go, there is no possible way. And it's clear, if you look at it logically, that Doc attempted to do those 50 or 60 times before he got it right. Huh, interesting. And I did not know that. You know how hard it must have been for Doc to get all those right in one day? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's a day when you have a time machine? That's true. Here's another dumb question. Does anybody out there in Radioland listening as you're driving down the 405 on your way home on a Friday afternoon listening in rush hour traffic, does anybody know that the time machine, obviously we all know it's a DeLorean, what was it before it was a DeLorean? The whole script was written, and they were practicing oh, it. Oh, I know this. And it was not a DeLorean. Oh, I know this. I know this. I know this. Anybody? Mm, I don't know. When you Crap. say it, I'm probably going to go. Yeah. Gen once, Z, what you got, no, baby? No, once you say it, I'm going to know. The time machine was written in the script as a refrigerator. Yeah. No way. <laughs> a true. refrigerator? Yeah, it was a time no, travel refrigerator. No, that would have been stupid. Not I good. I would have made it a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hey, before we end this little segment, um, I want you guys to think in your favorite movie, the one you guys are choosing is your... Of these movies. Yeah. Okay. The one that you're choosing is your favorite. What is your favorite segment of that movie? If you want to go? Alternate timeline. That's not a segment. That's the whole movie. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's a segment, man. (laughs) They even wrote it out. Oh, the um, whiteboard that it's Mine was uh. the Johnny B. Good guitar scene. I thought that was brilliant. Then he turns into like 80s thrash metal and <laughs> smashes it. <laughs> and he goes, your kids are going to love it. Yeah, I like that one too. That was pretty um, good. Probably in any movie, it's in any of those movies, it's the chase from quote unquote Biff, from like the Biff family uh, on Marty. But especially with the hoverboard and how he saves his son from committing the crime by making them yeah. be in the newspaper, you know? Oh, that brings up a question. Can I ask a question of mm-hmm. you about your movie? Yeah. Okay, so... It's definitely my movie. Definitely. Screw Robert Zemeckis. Nope. Yeah, cheers. So if you're on a hoverboard and you're over asphalt, you're hovering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But hoverboards don't work on water. So yeah. he couldn't paddle forward. But why yeah. could he still hover? He was standing on the water, hovering above the it water. it maintains its set altitude that it was last at. That's what it does on the asphalt. No, on the asphalt, it has magnetized, like, inside the asphalt, whenever they repaved the street one time, yeah. they put little, like, magnetic things in there or Where something the like that. Where the fuck did you get that information? I just went to 2015, and I saw it myself. I asked the construction worker that I was laying down the pavement, I was like, hey, man, how does my hoverboard and all these hover cars work on this? And he's like, oh, what have you, we've not been in 2015? I'm like... Just tell me. And he's like, oh, well, you put the you put okay. the stuff there. I have to say, at this moment in time, uh, you have never been more full of shit. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Brown coming out my of nose. Of all the shit stories you've ever told, this one takes the cake. So, and look, I wonder where you whenever, learned that from. So whenever I was Probably there, you, no, you. I did get a hoverboard. And that's why the hoverboard stays at a certain level above the look, asphalt, no matter can, how rocky it, it is. If it can hover above asphalt... And it can hover above water. It's working. No. It's fucking working. It can't move forward. It's going to run out of battery life. Batteries. Then it it would sink. It would fall in the water. Look, 
I found a plot hole in your movie. And so you why did so? What were the two metal circles that were under the hoverboard? You've seen those circle batteries, those yeah, little the circle ones. Big, they're really big, big ones. NICAD batteries. <laughs> you get yeah. it at Radio Shack. <laughs> okay, this could go see? on for a long hey, time. Do you, you know? guys see what I put up with on a daily basis? <laughs> I don't see what's this wrong happens with all this. the time. I'm sorry. All the time in I, my house. I'm sorry. I'll Constantly. Now. All the time. <laughs> Hey, it never stops. Do you know what so you, what's your you know favorite? You know what you never see in the in the Back to the Future movies in the future. There's no Amazon. They show FedEx. Oh, so good. I think that at some point Amazon's going bye bye. Hey, you know what? They almost made a prediction where the Cubs won. Yeah, they were only off like what a year or two. I think yeah, it was a yeah, year. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, Miami okay. had a baseball team, which they do. Yeah, Dallas forty-seven. Yeah, seventeen, I think. I don't think it was that far. <laughs> seventeen. <laughs> Yeah, that's called Sharknado now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, before we finish up this Back <sighs> to the Future discussion, yeah. yep. um, Gen X Dad, do you want to just talk about why you think Back to the Future 1 what's is your, your favorite? What's well, your IMDb or your <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes? My IMDb is a 7.9, and my Rotten Tomatoes is a 99.9. Because that makes perfect sense. It does. Um, just the, the, Certified the story on um, Back to the Future 1 was so original. So fucking out there, so cool on the time machine factor. It tied in everything culturally that was going on in 1984, 85. It was just great. So when it hit the stage, it, it floored me. It floored all of us. I mean, you wanted to run out there and buy a Toyota 4Runner. You, you were just, you wanted to be part of everything. Oh, and it started the whole idea of time travel, like going, that's pretty cool. Well, if we could yeah. go back in time. But you also had the time machine. Remember that? Well, we had, there, there was a bunch of movies that did time travel, but this one really hit it for a younger generation. And, you know, I'm not going to say it made it seem possible, but it sure made it seem plausibly fun. I mean, what a great thing. And then when you really start looking at all the idiosyncrasies where it's the Twin Pines Mall, but he goes back in time and runs over Lone. one of the pine trees. Yeah, yeah. but I also like how <laughs> it, it made it that if you just alter time just slightly, it could totally alter your future. Well, yeah. Well, now, now you're going to get off the path and step on a worm, and we're all going crooked. Well, I know, I but I was it about just to say, because Gen X Dad, you once said that there's a theory that history always corrects itself. Yeah, there so is. So like... If it was Lone Pine Mall and history was supposed to make a Twin Pines Mall, they would have grew another tree, so to speak. Right. Where yeah, it always like well, comes back. That's true. There, and it's not. It's obviously it's not my theory. I'm just tagging yeah. along. But it's a popular theory that no matter what you do to affect time, time history will and time will always correct itself mm -hmm. for whatever you change and kind of guide itself back to those important times. I mean, if someone said they went back in time and killed Hitler then as a baby, then there would have been someone else that by the time he would have been, you know, 25, 30 years old doing his... Yeah, somebody else would have got so rejected from art school. They yeah, would have he would have been a vegetarian. and yeah. <laughs> So it's the same... It's would have thought, you know, I'm going to call it fascism. So the, the I would know he didn't invent it. It was Mussolini. No, Mussolini did that. But My the fault. theory is that... Bad. That history and time gently make their course corrections to bring you back to where you're going to be anyway. Mm -hmm. That's the idea. Now, I don't think you could say that applies to Back to the Future. Those aren't major course corrections. Those are, are you sure? Yeah, I don't think sure? anybody cared where Biff lived. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> history didn't say shit. We got to fix this. That motherfucker's <laughs> going to live in that house no matter what. God damn it! Not like he that. He can't be waxing cars. <laughs> but the president of the United States was still the president. Stuff like that. That's that's yeah. That's my time. Okay, I'm done. Back to the future. I'm out. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All thank right, you. all right, all right. Back to the, the future is now finished. Yet. Is now finished. 
That well, section t- is fun, done. We are moving on. Okay. All right, know, let's go. No one else no in the entire world is allowed to talk about Back to the Future anymore. You're not even no. allowed no, to watch the movie. No, we're It's done. actually no. going to be taken off of You like, know what the words you're supposed everything. to be learning right now? Shut Listen closely. up. Ready? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and then you move on. Yes, ma'am. There you okay, go. Okay, oh, finally. Jesus, that was a long oh time. Oh, my right. gosh. I was having Gen Z going to fucking milk that for <sighs> half a <laughs> minute. Okay. How many people quit listening to the podcast going, at that moment? It's going to be our whole podcast. It's okay, going we're going to touch struggling. on one more series that has um, spanned many generations. It started in the 70s and is actually still going now. Okay, you're one second up. Go ahead. I just reached the thing there. Here. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Welcome okay, to the what? podcast part three. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to start talking about the Rocky series yeah. because uh, Gen X dad has introduced uh, Gen Z's son to the whole series. He's actually seen them all, but we're going to do the same thing we did with Back to the Future. Right. I want to know. It's not just a boulder. It's, it's a rock. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about... I don't get that. I want to know. It's, it's a SpongeBob reference. Okay. You're Why the fuck would you tell me a SpongeBob you reference? You are an uncultured swine. That's oh, a Toy, Toy Story, Story reference. reference. Good job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go back to Rocky. Do you see again what I deal with? On an everyday basis. And now we know why Gen X mom has a wine cooler. And that's why I'm here. <laughs> because we would get lost. And you oh, guys can thank God me later. sakes. Okay, so we're going back to Rocky. This is what we're talking about. The yeah. Rocky series. Um, Jet, I want to hear what, which one is your favorite. I want to know about the latest ones. I want to go back to the core ones, okay? Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five. And what about Rocky Balboa? That one was pretty good. I'd say pretty I'd, good. Bal- I'd include Balboa. Okay, in the, in so the that's where we're going we're gonna to group it just right there. Okay? Leaving out Creed and stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay, so Jen X Dad. Yes, ma'am. Which one was your favorite? Well, uh, obviously, Rocky Three. Also wrong. You're wrong about Back to the Future, and now you're wrong. I'm 0 for 2 on movies, according to you. You suck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so why was that one your favorite? Um, It encapsulated all the stuff that the first two did about being down and out and coming back, and then in two, being down and out and coming back. Down and out in one, uh, and he lost. And in Rocky 2, he was down and out, worked really hard, and he won. And three totally takes him at the height of his career, his millions and everything, and pounds him down to the ghetto. He lost all his money. Uh, he was kind of living in, uh, not on the streets, but pretty bad. And it, so it brought you down as low as you'd ever been. He got pummeled by Mr. T, Clubber Lang, just just the shit kicked out of him. And made Mr. T millions because we now know who he was. Okay, you're going to fuck up my ra- my rating of this movie or what? This is my review. This I'll go ahead. Rotten Tomatoes. Do you yeah, see, go ahead. Do you see my middle finger? They can't see it, but you can. Let me shut the fuck up for five seconds. Okay, so there he is, beaten badly. I mean, scared is the main thing. He was afraid. And, of course, we had to go through our little scene with his wife. Um, you know, what's the truth? God damn it, what's the truth? Every movie has her in it. Okay, it's okay. Adrian! <laughs> Until she dies. Adrian! She was also in The Godfather, too. Are you going to mess with me about that? Okay, we're not talking Godfather. Then we're so, still uh, on Rocky. Okay, so yeah, my favorite quote from every Rocky movie is just, uh, Adrian! Uh, Adrian! Everybody remembers that <laughs> so one. He, okay, go he ahead. He does Continue. his thing. He builds himself back up. And with the help of Survivor and the song I, the Tiger, which I'm sure he was listening to the entire time. Which uh, the radio stations just played that yep. over They wanted and you to feel just and like and Rocky. Yeah, I did. did. 
I had a poster of Rocky and his belt in my garage. My mother, your grandmother, bought me a punching bag, a speed bag, and a weight set. And everybody wanted to be a Rocky. I wanted to fucking be like Rocky. And he comes back and he has what? He has the eye of the tiger. And you don't fucking mess with him. Right? Plus it has Hulk Hogan in the movie. Who starred as? What was his name in the movie? I don't know. Thunderlips. That's right. (laughs) 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 All right. So there you go. That's why Rocky III is the undisputed heavyweight movie of all the Balboa series. Okay. Gen Z Sun, you said he was wrong. So which one's your favorite? Four. Jesus Christ. Rocky IV. Are you, are you it is at the height of the Cold War. It is very patriotic. I'm Gen Screw Z Screw the dad. Russians. Screw Excuse steroids. Me. Excuse uh, me. Excuse me. Gen Z dad. Who's that? Or Gen X dad. I'm here. <sighs> I have to side with Gen Z son on because this one. Because she is American. Why? You're a I, Russian spy. Am I anti-American now You're because I don't like Rocky? Spy. I didn't say I don't like it. I just said it's not as good as Rocky 3. No, means I like, like Rocky 4. I'm going to side with him Why? on this one. Uh, well, let, let Gen Z son... The training do. sequence is very unique. Very well done. More unique than in one when he chased a chicken? <laughs> no. That part <laughs> is the most interesting training I've ever seen. Okay, I'm listening. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Rocky Four. He's in the snow. Yeah. And he doesn't have heavy equipment. No. He doesn't have dumbbells and bench press and all these... Carries like, a log. Yeah, he carries a log. And he beats up... What did he beat up? Like, meat and hay and all that. He was beating up wood. He was punching it. And then yeah. you think of Drago. It's, it's like primal training. Yeah. Versus... Robotics. Yeah. yeah robotics robotics and steroids. Answer. Well, so you're really not you're really not fascinated with the Cold War. You're more yes, fascinated with uh, nature versus technology. No, I'm also fat. Well, no, I shouldn't have said no. Yes, and <laughs> 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 yes, and the fact that they he beat Drago, the scariest. He got a revenge kill on Drago <laughs> <laughs> for Apollo. Yeah, for Apollo. <laughs> okay. Inside at Russia. Yeah, that was something. And I, you know what gave me chills was when the Russian people started chanting who stu- Rocky. Yeah, and when it was over, who stood up first and cheered for Rocky? The Russian Prime Minister Gorbachev, who played the, you know, played played the. Yeah, part. that just gave he me the chills. It just gave me the chills at the end. That was just because it's moment. just like it kind of like breaks the divide of U.S. and USSR. You're watching boxing and you're watching a not an American. Yeah. You're watching a human do something like that. Yeah, but then even Rocky became more human and compassionate and kind of just kind of embraced Drago at the end. Like, it's not Russia versus USA. It was just two guys fighting, you know? It and was cool. And then Rocky married his wife. Oh, well, <laughs> not in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Drago, I really res- Bridget Nielsen, is that her name? Yes. Drago, I really respect you. You're a great fighter. I know you take steroids. Um, I hope we never <laughs> fight again, and I'm taking your taking wife. Taking your wife. That's <laughs> the oh problem. Well, gosh. he lost. Well, he that, did lose. So. That he lost. spiraled out of control. All right. I have seen her boobs. Oh. What? Uh, what? What? Bridget Nielsen's. Yeah. Who hasn't seen her boobs? I mean... Just what? And what? It's just what? out of nowhere. We're just talking like, okay. I have seen uh, her. Was that part of that's Rocky? part of Gen X? Sorry. So if I have you don't seen, get it. I have you just don't seen get it. her. 
That's yeah, what he's talking, talking about, about Bridget Nielsen. I know. I didn't know who you're talking about. I thought you were talking about mom. Who I was like, of course you have. <laughs> who else? Who else are we talking about? We only brought up one female. You're character staring the whole time. at mom. I'm always staring at mom. She's hot. What do you want me to do? She's staring Sorry. at me right now. You're gay. Go away. What? <laughs> <laughs> you really? Are you good? Do you really want to be a radio star? You're like, I don't. I know. don't want to be here at all. You're the fucking one tied me to the chair. Does it look like I want to be here? If you want to be a radio star, do I have to bring the video in here? What? what? Video killed the radio star. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, I swear man. to God. Oh, my God. I'm we walked more... right into that we one. We did. <laughs> that was we just fell right into horrid. that one. God. All right, Go to your so room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so Rocky Three is the best. Moving on. Okay. So, so let's... So we're just going to tell lies under oath. And I saw Bridget Nielsen's boobs. Let's move on. Oh, my goodness. So we're gonna I don't even know where to go from boob? here. Let's okay. Let's totally you have, switch gears. You have switch gears. Turn left. Everybody, stop as of right now. All right, let's switch gears. Let's move okay. away from movies. movies okay. Check that. That mix. was kind of a touchy subject, man. Both of you guys going back and forth about your no movies. No big deal. I liked it. My opinion's right. When I want his opinion, I'll give it to him. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about sports. I you mean, gave me those eyes, like. Answer all. <laughs> 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 like, what? All well, right. We, you know, uh, everybody asks, or your followers ask about our sports teams, and you guys wear, you know, the different hats and your shirts and stuff. Yeah. So let's clear this up right now. Okay. Gen X Dad, what is your favorite sports teams? And it can be anything baseball, football, whatever. Go ahead. Well, I'm a little disappointed in the Honduras soccer team that lost to the USA, and we lost all that money on Bovada. What, but five bucks? Well, but it was to win $2,500, remember? Yeah, but... Honduran soccer? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I like people, the Dodgers. Go ahead. I'm sorry. People who know soccer. USA won one to zero. Yeah. That isn't the deciding on how close it is. Because That's a close fucking game. One to zero. No, but it's soccer. They could have... The USA team could have shot 40 times. Like, got it on goal. They could have... Honduras could have had, like, 40 saves, and Honduras could have had no shots. That's it. Like, you don't know. What the fuck are you talking about? That's just like saying the basketball game wasn't close because one team shot 95 times more than the other one. It's a close game. You look at the score. But it was 1-0. to zero, So okay. would you uh, watch okay. Jesus H. Tap Dancing Christ? All what right. the fuck are you here talking about? Here we go again. See why okay. I'm here? This is why I'm here. <laughs> All, All right. right. Let's talk about it again. Let's Dodger. start over. Let's start over. Okay. I'm sorry. Gen X Dad. Yeah. What is your favorite sports team? Uh, Dodgers, uh, Lakers, uh, Broncos, Rams, and I don't like soccer, so no soccer. Okay. Gen Z son, what, what's your list? Basketball is Lakers. Um, football is Rams and Broncos. Baseball is Dodgers. So you didn't, and what about your Warriors? You love the Warriors. I don't love the Warriors. You're a Warriors fan. I'm not a Warriors fan. Also, hold on. Gen, Gen X dad left some basketball team off his list. What? He's a Nets fan. If Kevin Durant went oh to the God. Miami Heat, he'd be a Heat fan. No, I'm a Kevin Durant <laughs> fan. I think Kevin Durant is God, amazing. you slobber whenever you see the Nets playing. You're like, oh, the ball <laughs> movement. Oh, my God. It's really fucking good. It's, it's, it's Gen it's, Z can't get down here right now. Do you see this? Do you see what's going down? This is one of the greatest games in history. Oh, my God. Look because Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant's in it. Look at Kevin Durant and go. Our, and our son's my like, guy. I bring him down like it's one of the greatest games in history. He goes, Dad, it's a preseason game. Calm yeah. Down. yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, you, have to clear, you guys have to clear up something. And okay. especially, Gen X Dad, I'm going to let you talk about this. Yeah. Is everybody asks why our family can be 
loyal to the Rams and the Broncos because they're both play they football. So you yeah. want to clear that up? Well, and the, I kind of follow the flow. We were, you know, my opinion's given to me right now. Yeah, you're born into it. You're Sorry. a fucking Bronco fan. Shut yeah, up. Yeah. Hey, we had the Bronco logo tattooed on his ass when he was three days old. End of story. We win. But here's the deal: when you're born in LA, you're a Rams fan. You just you go with it like that. But at the same time, I think I was nine or ten years old. And there was a playoff, a Super Bowl, the Cowboys and the Broncos. And the Broncos lost. But I really got hooked on the Broncos. And and it was the, came along with the Orange Crush defense. So. And I've kind of been faithful to them ever since. So if the Broncos won that Super Bowl, would you have become a Cowboys fan? No, I'm not retarded. No, I'm not not stupid. You're going to make a lot of Cowboys fans mad. Yeah, well, yeah, we they, have a lot of viewers from Texas, so yeah, be yeah, careful. They're all te- Tread lightly. You see, you see this here. What am I this not is our a podcast viewers. This is our podcast viewers, and then right after okay, so that, oh, I, oh, I see. You guys wanted me to be politically correct in everything I said. I didn't say politically. No, correct. I didn't so either. So just be careful what you say. Don't offend anybody. Obviously, I don't want you to say the n word. Never mind. Nincompoop. Nice people. Nice people. Okay, okay so you became, a, you became a Bronco fan. Because I watched that, that season and that Super Bowl. It really I, just got me pumped. I and was, uh, and Elway was, was quarterbacking during that no, time? Who was no. that? Uh, who was the quarterback? Ooh, I just put you on the spot. I may not remember. It was I was nine. I don't know that I remember that. But Elway didn't come in the league till 83. Oh, yeah, that's right. This was like 80s. 76. Yeah. So this was when Staubach was for... Uh, the Cowboys and I, I know the uh, la la. Pat Hayden. Gotcha. Stuff like that. Okay. Rams. So that's why you're a Bronco fan and yeah, a Rams I just, fan. I stuck with them and I didn't. But just you got to tell them when we were little, the Rams were in L.A. Right. Yeah. We grew up with the. You and I grew up with the Rams in L.A. and Jack Youngblood and Fred Dreyer, uh, Jim and Jack Youngblood, their brothers, um, Capaletti. Uh, we grew up with them in L.A. They moved to St. Louis and I just about puked up all of the respect I had. I didn't talk about being a Ram fan. I wasn't a Ram fan. I was I was not a St. Louis Ram fan. I was a Los Angeles Ram fan. Let me be very clear. When they came home, I was all over so it. So if you were now remember that if you're in St. Louis right now and you feel like you lost the Rams, you didn't. They just came home. This is where they belonged all along. <laughs> oh. Okay. So if you were a San Diego Chargers fan yeah. and they went to LA are you still a San Diego Chargers fan? Yeah, so that's a really interesting question, and there's two parts to that. One, if I was a if I lived in San Diego and I was a San Diego Chargers fan, and they moved to L.A. and became the L.A. Chargers, I would say, "Fuck off, you guys are I'm not Charger fans anymore." Now I'm kind of in L.A. and the Chargers moved up here, and I'm saying, "Fuck off, I don't want you." Here. <laughs> so I'm going to go out on a limb and say I don't like the Chargers, no matter where. They're kind of like the ugly stepchild of the football. No shit. <laughs> what, what about like the Oakland Raiders? Do you wait before you do that. Good point. But do you know right now that there's people banging their car stereos right now in their hoods and they're yelling at me? I'm sure because the Chargers started in L.A. Went to San Diego, so some asshole out there is screaming at me right now, and he's got to be like seventy years old. The only people who would know, going, eh, the Chargers came home too. They're just coming home like the Rams, asshole. It seems well, like L.A. has a lot well, of teams. We, we came home <laughs> first. So you know what? We I'm took the just house. telling you. Look, if that's the way you feel about it, keep your opinion to yourself. Mine's the only one that matters. Thank <laughs> you, and have a good day. Next, you're talking about the Raiders. What? Uh, yeah, Oakland Raiders or yeah. Las Vegas Raiders or Los Angeles Raiders. Whoa. 
Okay, forget the Los Angeles. <laughs> you, just, you just throw that out the now fucking window. Now there's too many teams coming home. You know, it's like it's just way they too weren't many. coming home. They should have been the Oakland Raiders all along. And when they were in LA, I was screaming the entire fucking time they were here. Get out. Go, yeah, get out. Go back home to <laughs> Oakland. You are the Oakland please Raiders. Leave. You are the Oakland Raiders. However, now that they're no, in no, Las no, Vegas, no, no, he doesn't use the word please. However, so, get please. out. <laughs> now that please. they're in Las Vegas, I am not screaming. Go back to Oakland. I don't give a shit as long as they're not here. You can do what you but want. But do you think it's cool that Las Vegas has a football team? Well, yeah, I really do, and I dig that stadium. It looks wicked cool. I'm gonna, I gotta go, go to at least one game there. Speaking of Las Vegas, remember for like a year you had a hockey team, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. I drove out there one time to see my brother, your uncle, who was living in Las Vegas. And in fact, it was one time I got pissed at Gen X mom, and I just drove there by myself. Just got my fucking truck and left. I was so mad. And when I got there, the entire town was decorated. Now, remember, I've lived in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I have never seen the entire town decorated. Isn't it kind of odd? With the Ice hockey in the middle of the desert? Oh, yeah. Oxymoron yeah. all the way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it are they called? Your outside of Las, what were those? What, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Golden Knights. Yeah, that Golden Knights logo seemed to be on every building, every bumper of every car. Every park bench, I couldn't. Be- I called my brother. And go, oh, I just got to town. What the fuck is with this symbol? He goes, Oh, it's the Golden Knights. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's everywhere. Are they really got behind their so team. So, did you think it was a hockey team at first? I had no fucking clue. I had no idea. It almost sounds like me. a basketball team. It's yeah, like a like a B league team or a D league team. But but then that same year, they made it to the finals. They lost, but they made it all the way to the finals. I thought for an expansion team or a brand new team to do that with such. And a town to get behind and that was bad fucking out. Yeah, I jumped on board with them. I don't understand why well, Vegas didn't do that years ago, put a team in there. Because can you imagine if you're like, you know, a Dallas Cowboy fan, but you live on this side, you yeah. can go to well, Vegas. Guess, well, like well, you'll well, always be able to see. Hold on. Well, like, I was going to say is what if you put a casino right inside the arena? Like, hey, do don't do doubt no. it. There's probably there. There's probably a thing the, like the, that. The point of it, the point of it was yeah. you were touch you were close. Was that let's say you let's say Vegas should have said this a long time ago? Why don't yeah. we put teams here? Yeah. Why do we not have teams here? And here's why: not just let's move the Raiders here, and we're going to get Raiders fans. How many people are going to fly from their home city for the team that's playing the Raiders? I mean, if the Cowboys were playing the Raiders, people from Dallas could fly to Vegas for the weekend and see their see their team play. Exactly. And then not, you're not just going to get all the Raiders fans. That is such a convenient place to get every opposition team. Exactly. That brings in, I mean, what a smart idea. What, mm-hmm. For baseball, too, and basketball, and hockey. Why Let's not send fucking the Clippers have there. everybody there? Yeah, the Clippers should go there. Fuck those guys. Yeah. But what get I'm saying was Staples that they Center. finally got out their head out of their ass and did that. Because people maybe would say, okay, I'm not going to fly to Oakland, you know, to, to see the Broncos play. Right. But I'll fly to Vegas. I'll spend a weekend in Vegas. Exactly. It makes it a destination. It yeah. makes something and like going to see a show. You're going it's to go great. see a sporting yeah. event. And your team. You yeah. go to go see your team. I don't understand why Vegas didn't do that years ago. They definitely had enough population to support a baseball team and a basketball team. I don't know why they didn't do it. Yeah. It's crazy. So anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm with you on that. Raiders don't care where they are as long as they're not in L.A. Yeah. Okay. So you guys both mentioned the Dodgers. I are. So let's stick with that. Okay. Um, I want to know, do you guys have stories about the Dodgers? Hold on. He owns a Philly shirt. 
You own a Philly okay, shirt. Okay, hold on a second. You guys don't <laughs> own it. You were gifted yes, a Philly shirt. So we do own it, but we didn't buy it. That's right. You were gifted. That's a yeah. whole other thing. And that so was from was a follower. A follower so sent it's cool. us. And you know what? They didn't cheap ass out. They got they the bought MLB. Nice one. Yeah, they're fucking beautiful. So you guys jerseys. have worn them, but yeah. you wouldn't go you, buy one. I wore one in a video. You promised you wouldn't tell anybody I wore one. Oh, okay. <laughs> you wore one. Okay. Not put it on yet. No, All right. Let's go back to what I asked. We, we, we live in oh. we live in California. Yeah. We're big Dodger fans. Huge. Um, Gen X dad. How long have we been Dodger fans? I think you and I started going to Dodger games when we were seven years old. Yeah, it was really easy to yeah. go to. Well, because we both lived twenty minutes away from Dodger Stadium. My my dad could. We could be after dinner time and go. Well, you. Anybody want to go see a Dodger game? Huh, all right, let's go. You drive up over the hill in 20 minutes. You're at Dodger Stadium. They used to have big a row of green wooden booths right there at the edge of the parking lot. You walk up and you pay for your ticket. You walk right in. I don't think the booths are there anymore, but that's how you could buy your tickets. Just walk right in. Ten minutes to game time. Yeah. You could just you could be there. And because we live so close, you could do it at the last minute. If they if you looked and there was nothing on TV you wanted to watch. You could choose to see a Dodger game without this becoming a major ordeal. Yeah, you but back in over. the 80s, also, you can grab a bunch of friends and get there on a Saturday yeah. night, and for, geez, 20 yep. bucks, you can be in the ball ball field and yeah. having a Dodger dog are, and a drink. You have to really make me jealous. Please stop. <laughs> and we just grew Hold up in a really that. awesome time. We were so very right. fortunate where we grew up. She's right. In so we're school, sorry. You could take a bunch of people and get a carload and just go see a game. Go make your own memories. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, oh, my God, she flamed him. <laughs> He's over there trying to put out the fire. Look, <laughs> I can take criticism and yeah. roast from random people on the Internet because I think they're dumb. <laughs> but really, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, like, Ben. People. That's the Gen X in me coming out. Yeah, you there's know? people oh, just like... Roasting me in my comment or in our comments. There's people. And there's people who stitch videos just... Yeah. Like, this kid sucks, or like flaming. Yeah. Kid. But then your mom shoots you and down. Yeah, and all that happens is shot at me, just boom, right off. Do you guys right realize that as, she, as you guys just went through that segment, there was like five people, four people in a car driving, and they all got quiet, and someone turned around and goes, That was his mom. <laughs> <laughs> that was his mom who roasted him. <laughs> Dude. Mic <laughs> drop. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, what do you want now? Yeah, I want to. I just want to know if you guys have a Dodger story. So, Gen X dad, you want to? You know what? I want to start. Let me just say this. I think I'll save my Dodger story for another time. Well. What? Like you've only got one? I've. I think I have two, three. All right. Go ahead, Gen X mom. If you got, go ahead. Okay. I just want to. I don't really have a story, but I do want to say that um, we, the three of us here that are doing this podcast, we attended uh, Vin Scully's last baseball game and he was announcing it. Yeah. It was very emotional. It was very moving and I will never, ever forget it. So, And Vin Scully has been Dodger announcer for my whole entire life. I mean, every time I listen to a Dodger game, yeah. that's whose voice I heard. So to see that very last game and be there in the stadium and see him up in his booth and hearing him speak, that was pretty amazing. And he was I'm very, very poignant to the fact this is the last time, and I want to thank you guys. In fact, I remember what he told us. One of, the, one of the things he said when you and I were there that day, he said, you guys have meant more to me than I'll ever mean to you. Yeah. You guys have been the biggest part of my life, and I disagreed. But I, I got what he was saying. I mean, I really felt it. We're sitting there watching. We could see him from where we're sitting, and we could see him standing there saying yeah. that. Yeah, that was huge. And when you, you brought up he's been 
the broadcaster our whole lives. I have lived in many different places, and when I always come back to L.A., I always come home, and I'm frustrated with my life and making changes and doing stuff, and guess what? You turn on a Dodger game, and there's that familiar voice like you never left. It was very familiar. It was very good. Okay, so um, Gen X Dad, you want to just make a story and about Dodgers? Make up you? a story that no one has ever heard, that no one will ever believe. You know what? You kay? just sit there and be I want quiet. You to make, that's what I was trying to do, but you know what? You, you brought him into me, this. <laughs> okay, so, so I've got a ton of Dodger stories. I've probably got 90 of them, but the, the one that I thought was funny, we were all there. Gen X mom was there. In fact, this is kind of a Gen X mom story. Um, we were in the outfield, had all the kids there. We're doing the right field. Uh, bleachers where it's the all-you-can-eat kids are running around. It was my birthday. It was your birthday. And uh, Yasiel Puig was in right field, and they were in between innings. He throwing the ball around. And I think, was it you that started, you yelled something to? No, it was one of my brothers. Yeah. Well, yelled to throw the ball. Hey, right. give us the ball, give us the ball. So Puig, Puig turned around. He knew who was yelling. Yeah, but he was going to throw it to me. Now, I'm sitting there at the end of the row. And he comes, turns around, and Gen X mom goes, hey, Puig's looking at you. Puig's you know, trying I was trying to, to make my guy be the guy. Yeah, because, yeah. I didn't want to show him up, so, So she you know. says, hey, he's saying something. And I wasn't, a what? I wasn't catching on. He walks up to, towards the wall. And she goes again. She goes, hey, he's trying to get your attention. Just like every other guy, he's not paying attention. Then he throws the ball. He lobs it really high, like an underhanded softball pitch I'm like, to here me. it comes. And she says, hey, he's throwing the ball. Well... Now I went, what? And I turned around, or kind of turned to my left, looking straight at Puig, and I see the ball. It's almost to me. I don't have time to stand up. So I put my hand straight in the air, and it was a little bit, little bit too short of reach. Hit my fingers, went over into the back. Somebody else behind me got it. Unbelievable. I easily, easily could have caught it if I stood up. It would have been like it It was right. a given. He just tossed it to me. And I, I fucked it up. I missed it. I fumbled it. It went to the guy behind How me. How embarrassing in front of all our kids. I didn't know it was coming. Yes, you yes, did. Yes, you did. I warned you. I don't know how many more times I could have said something unless I went up to you and said, don't worry, honey, I'll get it. <sighs> that would have been worse for you to catch it and hand it to me. Well, that would have been maybe way I worse. Have. She would have caught it and threw it back to Puig and throw it harder. <laughs> <laughs> so, that sucks. Yes, my that's... husband wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> so... I didn't recognize the ball was coming to me until the last second. That's what I'm trying to tell you. No, there's no excuse for that. You have no, no excuse. You can't say you were misunderstood because you had lots and lots of warnings. Mom, second baseman, am I right? It, <laughs> I know. I it's played second so, base. Shut the so fuck up. pathetic. Anyway, I missed the ball. Puig shook his head like, you idiot. Second base is the worst. And walked off. And that All was you it. Gen X women out there, you know where I'm feeling right now. Jesus here. Christ, I missed one fucking ball. No, 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 no. You no. didn't get all the clues to pay attention. Hey. It was between innings. I'm Genic allowed dad. to tune out. Genix dad? Yeah. Genix dad? Hey, hey, Genix dad. Oh, now you're listening. You see the ball coming to you now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what oh the fuck? Goodness. What do you want? <laughs> it was unbelievable. Are you going to desperately put your hand in the air and say, I'm going to desperately walk across this it. room and beat the shit out of you if you don't shut the fuck it. up for five seconds. You're gonna pull a no, he's going to always say he was misunderstood that day. You what know, do they say now? What is your asshole generations? It was a misinput. <laughs> it was a misinput. It was the I, the, the, the information was misinput to me, and I did not process it correctly. No. Okay, so anyways, Gen Z son, do you want to say your story? My, my story's a little long. Okay, so we can come back. We can, we can, can do back it to for it. something yeah. else. All right, we look, we got to wrap this up. You've been tying me down to this chair for an hour, and I got to take a piss. Are I you know, losing you know what? circulation? It's been good. 
You're losing circulation in your knees. Yeah. No, I gotta take. I gotta take a leak so bad I can taste it. We're going to have to release him because I don't want to clean this up. Nope, you don't. So, <laughs> you know what? It's been fun. I'm glad you guys let me jump in on this. And I think, I think their followers needed it. I think everybody tuned out after 20 minutes and there's nobody listening right now. Yeah. Well, if you are listening, comment on one of our <laughs> TikToks saying blueberry muffin sauce. <laughs> okay? Uh, all right, here's something. If anybody's still listening and you send an email saying, I listened all the way through, I will punch Gen Z kid in the face and send you a picture just as proof you were listening. Oh, my god. And gosh. don't check with anybody else because it's probably going to be the exact same picture every time. <laughs> hey, I'm going to do a little plug. If you're looking for uh, Gen X Talks merchandise, you can go to our website at... Ah, uh, uh, they know that. You uh, are just they, as much if they're pouring at the out podca- that site. Look, if they're at the podcast, they could figure everything else out. www.genxtalks.com. So now you're doing it, too? Scroll around and look for the merchandise. Yeah, so and we I also... Hope I see you there. We also, you know, read all the emails, and we we read yeah. all the comments as much as possible. Try so to read every comment. Yeah, yeah it's really fun. Do. We enjoy it. I'm telling you right now that this is the end of the fucking podcast. What? That's okay, We're done. we'll just we'll just end it. It's good. It's been good. You've been sitting here long enough. Thank we got to let you out. Thank you. Okay. Well, what did you want to do? There's something you yeah, wanted. Yeah. So music should be playing right now. Yeah. Uh, actually, it will. Right be. now, that should have started. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's gonna be tough for you to edit, but it should be playing at the moment. Please stay after for someone to say. I have someone to say. It's kind of important. I would like it. Okay. And it would help say out something, Gen X Dad. You're going to say something after the podcast. Yeah, after the music dies down. So after we're done talking, after the music, you want people to not turn off their... Yeah, not turn off the podcast. Just keep going. There's just one more thing i got to say. And it's important enough to stick around for? Yeah. I think you're full of shit. But you should stick around to see if he's full of shit. He might not be. That's why I'm not revealing it to them. So this it's was the okay. mystery that will keep I'm them not, up at night. I'm not totally upset, but... I don't think anyone's going to be interested in what we have to say. But It'll be interesting. This is definitely uh, the podcast nobody asked for, uh, given brought to you by uh, three random citizens in the middle of the desert. And if this is something you guys wanted, then hooray. But uh, I can't see that it's Well, we gave it productive. a shot. Yeah. You've told people to just try things, so we're just trying it and putting it out there. Well, yeah. yeah. Do you think and we I'm have still the mystery woman. you next time? No, I don't. You don't have to strap me next time. I'll, I'll sit around. But I'm gonna keep the bulletproof glass. Can I drink? Things at me. Can I drink next time? Can I? Oh <laughs> my goodness! I don't know. Do I, about that. I don't know. That could go south for really quickly. This is a dry yeah. podcast. All right, America. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. I don't know if it's gonna be a week, a month, or a year. Bye, everyone. Maybe this is the last one. But what it is? It's is our what it annual is. podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> keep it real, and we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs>